With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Well, it is a beautiful Saturday morning where I sit in Southern California. Hope you're having a great day. This is a not so instant reaction uh, about 16, 18 hours after the Lakers in the six games finished off the Warriors. And I have some thoughts. First of all, the reason that a LeBron James or a Kobe Bryant in his last game or Tom Brady in his last year can still be... um, so dynamic is because the better you treat your body, the better it treats you as you age. We've all seen somebody who's 50 years old and looks 60 and they haven't eaten right, haven't slept right, haven't taken care of themselves, and you can see it. And then you'll see somebody that's 70 and looks 58 uh, because they've taken care of their body. And as you age, uh, it is punitive if you don't. And so LeBron has this ability to not on a nightly basis, but in a series once or twice to summon this energy and this greatness that no other player in year 20 has ever had. He was the best player on the floor last night for a majority of the basketball game. And, and by the way, some of it's generational. I mean, Michael Jordan was steaks, cigars, wine, and late night card games. That was his generation. So um, now would Michael, with the enormous amount of money today, I think Michael was smart enough to know, I'm going to extend my career, (laughs) get another contract or two. So much of this is economic where players see, you know, if you can get that extra contract because you've taken care of your body, it's it is life changing, right? It's it's generational money for your kids, kids. LeBron has always been smarter than your average player. And the average star, he takes great care of his body. And last night is the reason why. This has been a a team, I think, for me, a very unique Laker team. They were bad before the big trade deadline move. Bad. They were a bad team. They they weren't great defensively. Westbrook wasn't engaged defensively. Uh, It was toxic. And then they made sweeping changes, bringing in guys who have been abandoned or bounced around the league. Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. D'Angelo Russell, D'Lo, was abandoned by the Warriors quickly. Minnesota gives him away. Uh, So he comes back to Los Angeles. And I think one of the reasons I've struggled to appreciate the Lakers in the second half is, and I've never thought the Warriors were a championship team this year or the Lakers. Lakers was easier to say that. But people I respect really did. And because generally championship teams, and there's four teams left, and Denver's going to be a handful, and so I presume will be the Celtics in the championship. I think they'll beat Miami in probably about five games, five, six games. But the great teams, and we know what they are. Let's take the MJ Bulls because that was the most discussed in our lifetime. 
you knew almost every night the production you were going to get and the game you were going to get from Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. You knew you were going to get Paxson and Steve Kerr, dependability, or a Tony Kukoc, or Rodman's rebounding, or defensive effort. And that's the difference between great players and good players is consistency, right? You kind of get, though he can drive me crazy at the end of games, Jason Tatum pretty much delivers eight out of 10 games the exact same performance. You know what you're getting. You're going to get your 25 plus points. You're going to get real good defense. Good players. James Harden now, he's a good player. Game to game, you're not sure what you're going to get. And I think with this Laker team, think about it. If it did become a championship team, it would be one of the least consistent championship teams ever. Anthony Davis is great offensively every other game, and he is your best player. Michael Jordan was not great every other game offensively, either with Shaq or Kobe or Tim Duncan. So Anthony Davis, always good defensively, is great offensively every other game. Uh, LeBron James is truly great in spurts only, although last night's the exception, generally in spurts, um, Three or four times a series, he can take the game over for four to five minutes. That's what he is now. Austin Reeves is your third most dependable player, and he's undrafted. D'Lo is hot and cold, though very talented. But again, there's a reason he's bounced around the league, and he's coming to the Lakers for a second time. And then it's a bunch of guys that role players who are generally not dependable on the road, slightly more dependable at home, Alani Walker, a Vanderbilt. That's not a championship team. And so their inconsistency and their low ceiling offensively is just hard to wrap my brain around. Now, some of it may be the West is weaker this year. Paul George and Kawhi not available. Suns fell apart. Maybe it's just the West is weaker. There is a lot of occasional greatness. There's not a single Laker that you know what you're getting every single night offensively. Not one. I mean, even the Warriors who the Lakers beat, you kind of know what you're getting from Steph every night offensively. You know, it's 24 or over, some nights better than others, dominant ball handling. Uh, he's going to break down your defense. You're going to get a number of assists. You kind of know what you're getting. So it's a very unique team. I think Denver's a tough challenge. First of all, because it's at 7,000 feet, it's really, really a tough place to play. They also, unlike Golden State, have a formidable, productive offensive center. They're going to stretch you out a little bit. They're also younger and more athletic in spots. Michael Porter, Gordon, uh, Jamal Murray. It's a younger, more athletic team. And they don't have a player like Andrew Wiggins who, you know, took a large chunk of the year off. And we felt like coming into the last two series, he was playing his way into shape and playing his way into form. They're a number one seed. They've been good all year. They're healthy. They're deep. And they spread the scoring out. So Denver's going to be a handful, and they're really, really good at home, and the elevation's a big part of that. I think Denver matches really well up with the Lakers, but at this point, I've doubted the Lakers the entire second half. I'll have to think about it more this weekend. Maybe I should just surrender and pick the Lakers to win it all. As far as Golden State, they've got their own issues here. So there's a big difference between losing and feeling you were better and then realizing you were probably lucky the series went this long. I mean, let's let's be totally honest about the Warriors. If De'Aaron Fox doesn't hurt his hand, do they beat the Warriors? You got a break. They got a break against the Lakers because the schedule was every other day. That was that was not playing in LA's favor with LeBron's age and 80s brittleness. That kind of played in the Golden State's favor. There's two things that end the dynasty: ego and age. They don't have a ton of ego. Age is a factor. 
The other thing that extends a post-dynasty drought is delusion, where you start rewarding players and can't be honest about what they now are, Clay Thompson. We all know that you bring Steph back. Everybody they acquire will be on Steph's timeline. That's why they moved off number two pick James Wiseman. He just wasn't ready and why Kaminga didn't play in this series. Anybody they acquire will have to be on Steph's timeline, capable of helping him win a title now. Draymond Green is still second team All-NBA defense. He's a catalyst, a screen setter, excellent passer. He's going nowhere. Those, are, those two are the heart and soul of the Warriors. But Clay Thompson is a shadow on both ends of what he was four years ago, pre-injuries. He's not an elite defender. He's often a liability. It's why they brought Gary Payton, the second back. And offensively, he is he really struggled in this series outside of one game and mostly one half. So if you want to give him a contract and romanticize rearview mirror Clay Thompson's career and reward him for what he's done previously, that's how you extend droughts post-dynasty. If I was the Warriors front office, I would try to initiate something that creates some front court scoring beyond Andrew Wiggins. They get all their scoring, Wiggins and Smaller. And with Kayvon Looney incapable of really adding much offensively, it's hard to have him and Draymond on the floor at the same time. So I think they have to create some sort of scoring threat. Carl Anthony Towns, maybe. I'm not sure if he's a great fit. He can be kind of squirrely and they don't those kind of players don't work with the Warriors system. They have to find somebody offensively a big who's at least 16 to 18 point a game score to take the burden off Steph and Andrew Wiggins. Maybe you have to give up Andrew Wiggins for that. Maybe you finally make the pivot to Jonathan Kaminga, who's just too raw for Steve Kerr to play now in big games. But I think if you look at the history of dynasties, they end when they get old or they have egos. Kobe and Shaq was ego. Warriors now feels like age. Spurs felt like age. Miami Heatles felt like age, not really ego. Maybe some ego. But I think when you really get into trouble is when you don't reconstruct it. So I, I would look for the Warriors to try to make some move, move some parts. I really like Moody off the bench, Gary Payton, Steph Draymond. I'd like to keep Wiggins. You know, Jordan Poole is somebody I'd be willing to part with. I think he's a much better player being the man instead of backing up the man. Be that as it may, I thought he was under control last couple of games of the series. How great have the NBA playoffs been so far? If you live in one of those cities and wanted to go to the games, there is only one place to get tickets. The Game Time app, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last minute, amazing deals. They don't stop with the NBA. They do baseball, hockey, concerts, comedy shows too. Download the Game Time app and use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. Get $20 off your first purchase. 20 bucks off first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app. Use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. The Game Time app, the fastest growing sports app in the United States. Use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. So the Lakers move on to Denver. Can't wait to watch it. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to take the Celtics to beat convincingly the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, that has been a wildly entertaining series. Uh, the Sixers, to me, are a pretty easy team to figure out. A lot of flair, a lot of personality. Do not trust them at all. And for all the misgivings I've had about the tandem of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I trust them to come prepared, play defense, to take leads. I think, I'm not sure, but I think the Celtics led the NBA first or second in the NBA in point differential this year. They win comfortably a lot. I worry when it's tied with two minutes to go and Marcus Smart is getting the best shots. But my feeling is the Celtics will roll. They will then beat Miami in five or six. And I don't know what the heck to make of the Nuggets and the Lakers. I need to watch a couple of games. My gut tells me Denver's a number one seed. Deeper, younger, real scoring at all three levels. But I haven't been right about this Lakers team in two or three months. And uh, that's what makes it so fascinating. I know there's this constant, you know, the sky is falling opinion on the NBA, but a lot of that comes from two areas. The NBA season is too long. Come on, 82 regular season games. Let's evolve, get down to 68. And load management, which stinks, hurts the league. Uh, fans go to games on big Friday and Saturday nights. You take a date, you take the family, and three of the four stars don't play. It's not good for business. Sorry. We'll all get over it, but it's not good for business. I think it feels like a disconnect between stars and fans, and fans pay a lot of money to go to NBA games. But you can't deny the passion, the intensity, the fun, the storylines, and the drama, even though last night was a blowout. I mean, you were watching a dynasty potentially end, and you're watching one of the most unique potential championship teams with LeBron and AD I can ever remember. Good stuff. A not-so-instant reaction. Hope you're having... A great Saturday afternoon. Talk soon. The volume.
Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.